Welcome to the Half Hill Report. News and items of interest for and about the village of Half Hill, the Valley of the Four Winds, Pandaria, and all of Azeroth. Half Hill Report is produced in cooperation with Half Hill Agricultural College, dedicated to serving the educational needs of the greater Valley of the Four Winds community. I'm your host, Tosh Mufuni, coming to you live from the upstairs room at Half Hill's own Lazy Turnip Inn. And it's listener letter time. This week's letter is from, let's see here, Virgil Riley, who writes to us all the way from Old Town in Stormwind. And he writes, Dear Tosh Mufuni, long-time listener, first-time writer. Why, thank you, Virgil. I heard Velmix report about his visit to Honor's Stand last week, and it brought up memories of when I served the Alliance there under Commander Singleton. As I sit here in my simple pensioner's rooms in Old Town, I can still hear the clash of steel, the thunder of cannon, and the rumble of orc footfalls on the grassy ground of the southern barons as they charged our positions. Good times, good times. Thank you for helping to keep the memory alive of the service of me and so many of my comrades. Sincerely, Corporal Virgil Riley, retired. Now, what? Oh, there's a P.S. I think I knew the soldier that went on the rant that Velmick described last week, and he was crazy as a bedbug when I served with him. Well, Corporal Riley, what a great letter. And, you know, it may sound trite, but to you and really to all of our listeners who have served in uniform, from me and the whole gang here at Half Hill, thank you for your service. And thanks for writing. And now, on with the news. In news from around Azeroth, today is Pirate Day, Azeroth's annual celebration of piracy. So, ahoy to all you privateers, buccaneers, freebooters, corsairs, and even landlocked picaroons in Booty Bay and in all the ships at sea. And for all our landlubber listeners who may want a day to experience the pirate life, Make your way to Booty Bay and meet up with Dread Captain Demesa, who will kit you out with your very own pirate outfit and even give you a parrot for the day. And you'll fit right in as you join the company of pirates from the Steamwater Cartel and the Blackwater Raiders for some good old-fashioned pirate fun. You can slay a giant shark and test yourself in feats of strength at the beach for fun and prizes. In a related story... Pirates savagely attacked a ship off the shore of Azurmist Isle yesterday. The ship was carrying badly needed food and medical supplies for the refugees from Teldrassil. All of the supplies were stolen, and the ship burned to the waterline. Volunteers from the Exodar immediately launched a search and rescue operation for survivors in the water and on the coast. Hey, folks. When you shop with the fine vendors of Half Hill Market, you can rest assured that all of their goods are 100% guaranteed not to be stolen pirate booty. So you can shop with confidence and a clear conscience for all your farm, garden, and kitchen needs. Half Hill Market, open every day all year round. A world of shopping right here in our own backyard. It's time for the Rizak Report, a semi-regular report from our goblin in the field, brought to you by... Keen Bean Kaffa. 
and also sponsored by Kaja Cola. Take it away, Rijak. Hey, college, how you doing? I thought your listeners would like a report on that little project your friend Frasley and I got going. You know, the Sparkspan serial thing. The one you're writing ad copy for, remember? How's that coming along? Remember, we need something with a lot of zing. Snap, crackle, pop kind of thing. I hate to say it, but your ads for the coffee bean people and the Kaja Cola, eh, a little lackluster. Not quite the zazz either of those companies really wants to see. Just a word to the wise, and a friendly push to do a little better on the Sparkspan campaign. Uh, if this thing takes off like I think it's gonna, we'll see you get compensated. All right, on to the progress I've been making. Since Frasley seemed to want to do the sales part, I've been working on the production and distribution lines. Now, distribution, no problem. I got that nailed down for my other projects and an easy conversion from something as light as cereal. But I gotta tell you, I've been running into some problems on the production side. Both the Valley of the Four Winds and Stormsong Valley are great farming areas, but uh, neither of them grow rice. They mostly just aren't suited to it, but that's what Frasley says we need, rice. So I've been checking out some other places, namely Zangamash out there in Outland. Now, that place admittedly has some shipping issues since it's on another planet, but it seems to have suitable growing conditions for rice. Cost labor is always an issue. I approach the Sporagar, but they don't just seem to get the whole concept of, you know, growing stuff or making gold. They're so busy fighting off those bog lords, they ain't got time to even talk to me. Cause the bog lords could be eliminated, eh, but that's not really my style and I don't think Frasley would like it much. Seems kind of soft-hearted to me, but maybe I can make a business person out of them yet. We'll see. Anyway, I tried to talk to the Naga out there about those guys they got working for them. They seem to be a hard-working crew, but uh, you know how Naga are. Quarrelsome, that's what they are. You get within shouting distance of them, and they start throwing spears at you. Not much room for negotiating with those guys. So, long story short, I'm still working on that part of it. Might have to ship some ogres out there. Or hire some from the camps in the grid. We'll see. I'll keep our future customers, I, I mean, uh, your listeners, informed. You can count on that. What? Friendly push to do better? Lackluster ad copy? Seriously? Ah, uh, well, I suppose he means well. And... I guess since he's working so hard to make this work, maybe for him and Frasley's sake, I could up my ad game a little. Huh, let's see. Ah, okay, here's one. It takes three bowls of Azerite to match the nutrition of one bowl of Sparkspan. No, too scientific. Ah, ah, I know. I'm crazy for Sparkspan. Uh, no, that sounds weird. Ah, ah, I think I got one. Sparkspan stays crunchy even in moonberry juice. Oh, oh, or even Sparkspan stays crunchy even in Kaja Cola. Hey, those aren't bad. And, you know, they could bring some crossover money from the moonberry juice and Kaja Cola people. Oh, my Celestials, what am I doing? I'm thinking like Rijak. <sighs> the Rijak Report is brought to you by Kaja Cola. Tiny Bubbles big ideas. 
It's also sponsored by Keen Bean Kaffa, a Grummel-owned and operated kaffa bean trading company. Keen Bean Kaffa. Good beans, good kaffa. Checking the Azeroth calendar. As we mentioned in the news segment, today is Pirate Day, and tomorrow marks the beginning of the two-week-plus-long Brewfest. So polish up your tankards and make your way to the camps outside of Ironforge and Orgrimmar for this hoppy celebration of the brewer's art. Hey, and when you do, please make sure to drop by and visit either Brewmaster Tsing or Brewmaster Dao and have a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. It's time once again for our weekly feature, Wandering with Velmic and Demesis, with everyone's favorite Draenei travel correspondent, Velmic. So, Velmic, last week you told us that you were going to continue your visit to the Southern Barrens and spend some time in Northwatch Hold. How was it? Did you, Demesis, and Tilly have a good time? Hey, there, Dush. Oh, yes, what an interesting place. So much history. Demesis and I had a wonderful time. Unfortunately, Tilly got called away for some sort of job and couldn't stay with us. Oh, well, that's a shame. What, um... What kind of job did she get called away for? Demesis uh, tells me it's best not to ask. Oh, okay then. So, Northwatch Hold. Tell us all about it. So, like I am saying, Northwatch Hold is a place of great history and has been fought over many times and was actually destroyed by Horde once in incident now called Raising of Northwatch Hold. But I must say they have done pretty nice job of rebuilding. Anyway, we flew in from Honor's stand, and from air we got great view of Fort. Its massive gray stone walls back up to sloping red hills of southern barrens, and surround Fort that commands view of Merchant Coast, and served as naval base for Dalen Proudmore, may he rest in peace, during war against orcs. There is Deepwater Bay there, where large ships can anchor and come ashore with running boats. Most recently, there was Horde blockade there that brave Alliance forces and their cannoneers, commanded by cannoneers Smythe and Wesson, fought off with cannon fire. Wow, Velmic, it sounds like you did quite a bit of historical research about the place. Actually, not so much. We were lucky to meet innkeeper watcher Kerry when we get there, and he was happy to give us tour of place. Oh, an inn, huh? Don't get too excited. It was an inn only after a fashion. Really, it is just unused tower in fort. But, you know, I think maybe innkeeper Kerry could learn a little about marketing from Rijak. I have never heard an innkeeper tell you right up front that his beds are not comfortable, but he doesn't charge for them. And, you know, we looked through that whole place, and there wasn't even a single bed for sleeping anyway. Demesis thought place was neat and well-organized, but had a lot more capacity than they were using. She just keeps shaking her head and saying, so much wasted space. Anyway, like I am saying, innkeeper Kerry was nice enough to give us tour because, yeah, let's face it, he wasn't very busy within. And he tell us so many stories about peoples who used to serve there. Oh, really? Can you share some of them with us? Of course. Why would I bring it up otherwise? You know, you ask funny questions sometimes, Tosh. Um, okay, uh, go ahead then, I guess. Okay, so, first he take us to top of Southern Tower, where Admiral Aubrey 
who sadly died at bombing of Theramore, and his signal officer, Nathan Blaine, issued commands to troops and fleet during battles with Horde. Funny story about Nathan Blaine. Actually, he wasn't very good signal officer and was terrified to stand next to cannons. So he actually stood on the wrong side of tower and most of the time fleet and troops couldn't even see him. But by all accounts, he was very funny and enthusiastic. And then there was Tolliver Houndstooth, a great worgen healer who served nobly during many attacks on Holt. Very sad story about Tolliver, who had pretty strong feelings about orc leader in area named Karga Rajor. Apparently, Karga's helm was actually made of scalp of Tolliver's dead brother as trophy. Ew, ugh, I know, right? Who, who does this? Anyway, the Mises wanted to tour all towers to understand how they were used in defense of Holt. And in Central Tower, which apparently they haven't quite finished rebuilding, we find gnome by name of Norbin, who was engineer for Alliance, who actually survived raising of Northwatch Holt. Poor little fellow seemed pretty distressed and just kept talking on and on about his gears. Demesis tell me after that she had seen many times people who survived war look and act like that, both soldiers and civilians. Ah, the effect of war is tragic on everyone. It really is. You could see scars of war everywhere in North Watchhold. Broken buildings and broken expressions on faces of peoples there. And as you walk around place, you can feel memories of all the many fallen heroes who fought bravely. And not just famous leaders. Sure, there were Admiral Aubrey and Tolliver Houndstooth, who I before mentioned, but there were also peoples like Horton Gimbelhart, a gnome surveyor, and Thomas Paxton, who actually has surviving brother at Northshire Abbey in Elwyn Forest. But you know, not everyone who served there died. There is Cannoneer Wesson, who still serves in Southern Barrens, and Dockmaster Lewis, who is in Echo Isles. So, Demesis and I decide that next week we are going to visit survivors and family of those who fall at Northwatch Hold to talk about what happened there. So I guess we know where you're going next week. Well, Velmic, thanks for telling us about your visit to Northwatch Hold. Sounds like it's worth a visit if you want to know more about the history of the wars in the Southern Barrens. And of course, we'll all look forward to hearing about your visit with the survivors and the families of those who fell there. Until then, Dionys Aka, my friend. Dionys Akatosh. See you next week. As always, we are coming to you live from the Lazy Turnip Inn, in the heart of Half Hill, the little town that time forgot and the years can't improve. Next time you're traveling through Pandaria, stop by and see us, won't you? And when you do, be sure to ask bartender Denden Den for a cold, refreshing Storm Stout brew. Brewed right here in the valley by the fine Pandarans at Storm Stout Brewery. When in doubt, reach for a Storm Stout. Thanks for joining me again this week, folks, and be sure to tune in later this week for another hilarious episode of I Married a Worgen. Listen in for the hijinks that arise when an unsuspecting everyday human discovers he's married a worgen. 
this week's episode, Dancing in the Moonlight. See you next week, folks. And remember, free Pandaria. The Half-Hill Report is a fan-created fictional radio broadcast based on World of Warcraft. All place names, character names, and music from World of Warcraft used in the Half-Hill Report are the exclusive property of Blizzard Entertainment. World of Warcraft is a trademark or registered trademark of Blizzard Entertainment, Inc. in the U.S. and other countries. No copyright or trademark infringement is intended by the Half-Hill Report. If you would like to reach us, you can find us on Twitter at Half-Hill Report or drop us an email at halfhillreport at yahoo.com. This show is brought to you by Dragon Powered Studio. Find more at dragonpoweredstudio.com.